The Block Talk podcast started because of my passion for the property management industry. I wanted to start a conversation and add some value within the industry with a diverse range of people and professionals who can add something extra. As we start out, my aim is that the podcast offers some useful insight into a variety of views, opinions, thoughts, and foresights from our guests who include business leaders and industry experts. If you enjoy the podcast and want to find out any other information, head on over to brianwelsh.co.uk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Block Talk podcast with me, Brian Welsh, and Jax Bruce. Jax, how are you doing today? Hi, Brian. I'm good. Uh, today the sun is shining. Um, it might well be one of the last days of sun that we see for a while, but yes, I, I'm well. I have a nice weekend coming up, going out for dinner tomorrow night with family and going out with a friend on Saturday night. So yes, I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm great, actually. To be honest, I, I've just ordered um, a new car, which is, um, which is PHEV, so it's part electric. And actually, it's got quite a long range on electric, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not fully electric. And I think that might come up in today's podcast as well, because today we have the pleasure of talking to Derek McDonald, who is the joint MD at Newton Property Management. He's been with Newton for 17 years now, which probably means I've known him for longer than that, and has gained a reputation as a bit of a leader in the industry in terms of sustainability. He and his team have been pioneering the installation of EV charging points across their portfolio, a very bold move. So hello, Derek, Um, welcome on, and it's good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Brian. Hello, Jax. Lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me on to your uh, your uh, your podcast. Brilliant. So, so, and this is the question we've been kind of asking everyone um, because of the last eighteen months. How has the last year and a half been for you and for Newton? Um, it's to be honest, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride. Um, not not from the perspective of the business and the continuity of the business, but really. I think in respect of what our customers have been through uh, and, how, and how the pandemic has affected their lives. Um, so, you know, we've had some pretty, you know, in, interesting experiences over the last year, um, you know, just trying to help our customers through some really dark times um, and, and really trying to, you know, just go beyond what a typical factor would do. Because uh, factors, as you as you probably know, if you're listening to this in Scotland, you know exactly what a factor is. If you're listening to it anywhere else in the UK or beyond, um, you know, fact, property factors, property managers in Scotland uh, have never really had the best of reputations. Um, but Newton are really one of these companies that, you know, we really do try, you know, we try to be human, decent people, uh, and we don't get caught up in, you know, you know, we, we don't get too caught up in, in uh, you know, the rule book says this, you know, if we can, if we can do something that will genuinely try and help uh, customers uh, when they need us, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go that extra mile for them. So, yeah, it's been an interesting uh, time of it, but we're certainly coming through it now. Lots of positivity uh, in the business, in the industry, and uh, we're seeing that positivity being echoed with our customers as well. So it's all good. It's all good now. 
Good, excellent. And have you, I mean, we spoke just briefly before um, before we started recording this and we were talking about kind of office-based versus home-based. I asked you where you were and you were in the office and you, you kind of mentioned that you'd be in the office pretty much all the time. Do you want to just talk us through that? Yeah, well, I know that, you know, when Boris gave the, uh, you know, blew the klaxon uh, in March last year, um, pretty much everybody went home. So we, we did the same. Um, we, we, we asked all of our staff to, to work from home. It was an interesting time because we, we weren't set up for that. So the first few days, weeks, you guys were very helpful with us. Um, we're interesting. We got that set up. But I've, I've pretty much been in the office, sometimes on my Todd, <laughs> to be honest, uh, since, since March last year. Because we've, we always have to have somebody here. Because regardless of what our staff were doing, we've still got to service buildings. We've got to do, you know, really essential repairs on what we call life systems, which would be fire systems or dry risers, whatever. And contractors have to get keys from our office. So there always had to be somebody here. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've been here. I have gone home occasionally. Uh, my wife <laughs> will tell you that. Uh, my own worst enemy with hours I keep. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's been, we've always had somebody here just purely out of, uh, you know, it's been essential to, to, to have that, um, which has been great for me because my uh, my MPG on my car uh, or my, my, my efficiency, we'll come on to that in a minute, my my fuel, my, my electrical efficiency uh, was really high uh, for, for a good stretch of time because there was nobody on the roads. Um, yeah. So, you know, I was getting into the office, normally it would take me about, could take about an hour and I was getting in in 10, 15 minutes, which was a joy. But we're yeah. back to normal now, so you know that's uh, I'll 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 take I'll take the that 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 time and and cherish it, <laughs> and hopefully yeah. we we'll do it again. I never want to do this again, so I don't want another pandemic. <laughs> no, I know, no, I don't know. No, I totally agree. Now you and I have had a conversation before, actually, because I think we we won't exactly talk about the type, but but we bought the same kind of car, I think, at one stage. Um, yeah. um For for uh, and it was a hybrid. Um, I got rid of mine after two years because. Um, it sat outside my house for a year, um, and then every time I, broke, I, I drove it, it broke down, so I sent it back. Um, so, so and, and I've pretty much been carless for, um, or not really had much of a car for the last, since, since March, actually. But I have actually just ordered another um, PHEV, not the, same, not the same model. And actually, this one gives me, I think, 57 miles on electric, which I'm really looking wow. forward to. Right. It's arriving at the end of November, and actually, um, that from a from a from a tax point of view is great because it, it puts you in an entirely different bracket. You know, yeah. so um, so and that was one of the uh, one of the reasons it was it was a it was a consideration. Yeah. Do, do, you, know, do you know do you know how sad I am, Brian? Well, uh, you're not sad at all. But go on. I can actually tell. I think I know what make and model of car. Okay, go on then. Have a guess, and and and, and for anybody listening, this is not set up. Yeah. So uh, go on. I think it is a BMW. It is. And I'm going to say it is an X5. You're right. It's the E45 or E40, E45 yeah. or 45 e model. So, yeah, that's what I've gone for because I've, I've had a number of X5s actually over the years, but they've all been diesel. And um, and I've owned them personally, and I've, I've taken this one um, – through through one of my businesses and and you know it, 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 you know there's no doubt about it it's fairly tax efficient to do it but yeah. 57 miles that's brilliant it is absolutely phenomenal absolutely phenomenal so I can't wait for it to arrive I think it arrives at the um, at the uh, kind of December time so I'm looking forward to it so anyway talking about cars so um, 
tell us about your green vision because you know we've had this conversation um kind of um a few times over the years and and you know yeah. the, you guys are, are are um talk about this on social and there's been a number of articles in in, in various publications about it so do you want to yeah. tell us about it yeah so a couple of years ago pre-pandemic um it was actually our chairman uh came to the board um with a concept um our chairman is extremely good at blue sky thinking and um and uh, really being uh, ingenious when it comes to you know new initiatives different ways for us to think uh, as a company um and anyway came to this with this concept that um that uh, you know we should be trying to you know use our very privileged position as property managers um, to try and steer our customers towards a greener future. And, um, and obviously, the benefit of going green uh, as a holistic term uh, is um, you can also save money. So yeah. we, we've been, you know, we, we've been dabbling with this. We, we, we had been, you know, for a number of years, uh, you know, helping customers upgrade their um, old lighting systems to LEDs and various other bits and bobs, but never actually, we never actually kind of harnessed it as a kind of a vision, if you like. Um, and uh, and anyway, he came to us with this idea and we thought, oh, this is exactly what we do need to be doing. Coincidentally, around about the same time uh, as we were discussing this, uh, the, the, the we're starting to see the number of inquiries for electric vehicle charging points starting to ramp up. Um, now, <clears throat> that was three years ago, I think we started this. Um, and we were just getting, we were getting some inquiries, but it was just a dribble. But I mean, now it is a torrent, an absolute torrent um, of, of inquiries. And we're, we're obviously doing everything that we can to help with that. Um, but yes, yeah, so the, the, the EV charging was a pretty major one. Um, but what, what, we, what we decided to do was we thought, right, we're not going to change the world with this. You know, we're, we're a fairly decent sized um, property factor with a fairly uh, large um, uh, constituency of, of, of customers. But how how can we help with this? Well, the, the, the you know I said earlier on you know we're, we're very privileged to be in our position, um, in that we you know regularly communicate with large groups of of owners and we, we you know whether that's through our billing or letters about initiatives or, or whatever. And we thought okay if we can maybe harness this <clears throat> ability to communicate and actually put out um, you know a positive message uh, of things that we can do that maybe other factors haven't either considered or maybe don't think they're capable of doing um, and, uh, and and see if we can help. So so the, so the Green Vision um, campaign that we, we, we started and we're, we're, we're continuing with, um, it basically sets out seven achievable uh, goals um, for any of our customers' developments, with a couple of exceptions. Uh, and those are, you know, we want to make sure that um, uh, insofar as we could possibly can, um, that the uh, electricity, that the utilities that we're, that we're helping the customers with uh, provide for them come from re renewable sources. Um, we want to help with, obviously, the electric vehicle charging points. That's a huge one. Low energy solutions, um, making sure that wherever possible, we're, we're, we're changing older style lighting to LEDs because there's a massive cost saving in that. And obviously, the carbon footprint reduces. Um, we are encouraging as many of our customers as possible to move on to paperless billing, which you guys have been incredibly helpful with, yeah. um, with, with your software. 
Um, and I think we're up to about 80% of customers now, give or take. You'd probably be able to tell me, Brian, at push a button. I would, uh, I would be able to. Well, or a man who does, because I'm a bit of a lot of the tooth now to be able to do that sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah. yeah we could tell you. Yeah. yeah, but we're we're so we're continuing with that. Obviously, you know, if there are any customers that for whatever reason can't um, receive a correspondence electronically, you know, we make sure that we've, we, we, you know, we make allowances for that, and there's there's uh, absolutely no no pressure on them to to, to do that. Um, solar power. Um, this is another big one that's coming. Um, so we've got uh, our pilot project at the moment uh, that Newton are um, uh, partially funding um, with the owners or we're allowing the owners to effectively spread the costs of this over a period of time. Uh, and, and, and generally, we're, we're wanting to help um, owners uh, future-proof uh, their property. But when you, when, you, when, you, when you delve down into any of these objectives, there's so much more detail. Oh, sorry, tree planting. That's another one uh, yeah. that we're, we're keen on as well. We uh, we, we we helped um, just relatively recently a, a development out in Airdrie um, plant eight hundred trees, a community orchard, and we got the local school involved in it and everything. So you know, I think um, I think all these things you know we're going to continue with wherever we get the opportunity. But the key thing for us is that we're in this privileged position where you know we can help you know, communicate these issues to our owners um, in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a friendly and sustainable way. Uh, and, and through that, that communication, we get a lot back, um, which helps us when owners come to us uh, out the blue and say, look, can you help us with, with X, Y and Z? So we've, we're, we've learned an awful lot, an awful lot over the last couple of years. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we're, we're, we're continuing to, terrible pun, lead the charge. <laughs> on okay. yeah yeah that's that is that is hugely interesting actually especially the kind of you know the the whole community part of it and the fact that you're you know you're you're almost um you're almost a bank to to allow these guys to 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 do this and spread costs which is which is a phenomenally um honorable noble thing to do um talk to me a wee bit more about and and and, and whenever anyone says solar power in scotland i always think uh, okay so how does that work during kind of winter months and things like that is is that is that technology good enough for for that sort of area yeah i mean you, you got to weigh up um the the, co the cost of the obviously the installation versus the repayment period um uh -huh. And uh, there's a company that we're working with. It's a non-for-profit um, company. And they, they, they're just exceptional at, um, you know, examining buildings, looking at the topography of the building, how it sits. Um, and uh, it's amazing the detail that they can come back with, you know, based on how the property lies, its position, um, and what the, the average solar gain is going to be over, over a period of time. Uh, that then figures back into the, the, the calculation of the payback period. Uh, and uh, the owners can decide, you know, if that's something that they want to go for, and then we'll help. Um, we, we announced uh, uh, a, a scheme uh, a couple of years ago, so we, we basically set aside quite a large sum of money um, to help with with this, uh, and we're accessing that now for uh, for, 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 for for these these, these schemes. Um, but typically. Um, the scheme that we're looking at at the moment, um, I think it's a six or seven year payback um, okay. on it. So that's pretty good, you know, and the, the life, the, um, the, the degradation period of these panels, um, they, they really don't start to see any significant degradation until about 20 years. 
So that means, you know, payback period, you know, six, seven years. After that, you've really got 13 years of, you know, good, honest to goodness, power generation that's offsetting against your, your communal bill. Uh, and then after that period, yeah, you will get some degradation, but you're still seeing a significant uh, benefit uh, based on your your, uh, your your power consumption. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, but, you know, you got to, you know, the, 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 the secret with these, the, these sort of proposals, these kind of bigger ones, um, you know, you really need to have owners on board. They really have to be to, to share the vision uh, for what you're looking to do, because unfortunately at the moment in Scotland, uh, we can maybe touch on this in a second, um, there's a lot of uh, challenges, um, barriers put in the way uh, for owners who want to make uh, improvements to their buildings. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, it's really something that I think the government needs to focus in on um, to make it easier and to make it more democratic. It, it has to be, we feel, uh, a democratic decision uh, for these okay. kind of things. Um, whereas at the moment, um, whilst we're helping with these, it's really a, it's a consensual. Uh, there has to be a, you know, a, 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 a consensus amongst right. the owners uh, for it. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I would love to see... Um, you know, uh, we're based in Glasgow, you know, I'd love to see Glasgow, um, you know, really uh, go for this uh, in, a, in, in a big way, because there's lots of, there's not just, um, you know, the, the direct benefit in pounds and pence to people's pockets when they, they get through our bill, and then they've got the offset uh, against that for, for the gain. Uh, there's other benefits, there's larger benefits, um, you know, taking strain off the grid, uh, for example. Yeah. Um, meaning that uh, I heard uh, last week, I don't think it was in Scotland, I think it was uh, down south, um, but it's the first time in a couple of years they had to power up a large uh, uh, coal uh, uh, electricity generating station. Um, right. wow. because, yeah, yeah, because the wind had had uh, had, had dropped um, and, uh, you know, this, this was going to put up the UK's net uh, emissions for, for, for a period of time uh, to everyone's great disappointment. I was, I was sitting. I was in the car, you know, on the commute, thinking about this and thinking, do you know what? If we, just, if the wind drops, it's normally a nice day, so the sun's out. So yeah. if we had this offset, you know, in a, in a major way, it would have helped. But hey, I think that's uh, maybe that's you know that that's thinking for people in government rather for people like us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's really that's hugely interesting. Um, so. And I, and, and I think you were you were talking about touching on something, and this might be where a point for you to do it. Um, so, when you think of the future of property management, um, what do you see? Um, so, I, I don't know, two years, ten years, twenty years. What 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 do you see? Well, if from from an environmental perspective, um, I think we're on the cusp of seeing some changes in the legislation. Okay. So I touched on earlier on about, um, you know, these kind of improvements to, to buildings being a, a democratic decision. Yeah. And um, so we've seen the early signs of this. Um, we've seen uh, independent uh, working parties uh, in Scotland present um, proposals to government uh, saying that, for example, um, with electric vehicle charging, um, that it would simply be the majority of the owners <clears throat> of a block of flats that would uh, agree in principle to uh, to installing a charging facility. Uh, and then you've got to look at how that's financed, et cetera. But the most important thing is that we'd be moving towards a position where the majority of owners can make that decision positively. 
uh, in a democratic way. Uh, and then they work through with their neighbours how that's going to get paid for. And at the moment, that isn't the case. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, Newton uh, decided a couple of years ago that, you know, if there was a, if, it, if there was a good enough case um, that we would put our hands into our own pockets and we would install these uh, these chargers. Um, and uh, the reason that we're doing that is because it's, it's very difficult um, at the moment under the current uh, legislation uh, and also the way that the, the title deeds, the, the England would be the equivalent of the head lease for the flats uh, are written. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that, that that that's what we're doing. But yeah, so just as we're we're speaking, I'm I'm looking at um, a portal that I've got on my PC where I can see the um, uh, the acti- activity of all of our, our charging units. So um, we've got one uh, down at the water side uh, in. Uh, in Glasgow, uh, and uh, this this charger is unbelievably popular. In fact, we actually had a little problem with it a couple of weeks ago, um, and uh, you know we just had uh, owners. Uh, you know you need to get this fixed straight away because it's just so popular. And um, so it's charging at the moment, um, and it looks like it's been in use for uh, near enough the last twenty twenty four hours. Uh, uh, wow. uh, down there, so uh, that that to to us, I mean, you know, I think we could probably. What's interesting is that this this development, um, the uh, the owners have uh, actually got the, the the electric vehicle owners. They've got together. They've got a little WhatsApp group, so uh-huh. they all communicate with each other, and um, they can see it on the app anyway when the things are free. But I think there's a, there's a good bit of coordination there, and I think to be honest, we could probably put another five or six of these things. In the development, and they would be, uh, and they would be used. Um, so, so yeah, it's really, um, it's it's really, uh, uh, you know, interesting to see, you know, the uptake in these uh, in in these electric vehicle chargers. And Brian, you can take your car over to this if you want. You can try it out, and I'll meet you there. Okay, right. Well, that's actually, to be fair, uh, that's that's a really good point. I mentioned this on another podcast. I think we had um, James Groves on from Indigo Swan, who's a, an electricity broker. He was speaking a lot about this sort of stuff as well. And in fact, I think you know James quite well. So, and and one of the one of the really disappointing thing is I I I live in a lane um, in Glasgow, um, and I cannot get my car in my drive, okay, because the drive's very small. Um, But there are no electrical vehicle charging points that I know of in the area that covers my parking permit in Glasgow, which is really, really quite troubling to me. Um, So, and in fact, um, my other half um, is is getting an electric vehicle as well, or a a hybrid, a mini actually. And um, but her car can fit in the drive, so I'm going to have to. I'm going to probably going to get a um, a charging point put in, or you know what I mean. I'm going to get one of these home chargers put in at the house. And I'm just going to have to park my car outside in the lane and hope nobody needs to get past while I charge it. So it's actually pretty disappointing because you know, okay, I could go and go to another parking area, but I have to pay for parking. I already pay quite a lot for a permit for um, for where I live. Um, so it's really, yeah, it's really quite interesting. Really quite interesting. And I think, I think hopefully things will move dramatically in the next few years. Yeah, yeah I, I think what you're going to see is, um, you know, we're already seeing the um, the, the the petrol companies, Shell are a good example. They're um, starting to deploy uh, more, uh, you know, rapid chargers 
um, yeah. into their their fuel stations. I think you'll see an expand a continual expansion of that, uh, and also the the electrical arch architecture in these cars are going to continue to improve. Yeah. I think the, the car that you are getting uh, has got a CCS charger on it, so right. it can so and rather unusually for a, a, a plug-in hybrid, um, it's got um, it's got that facility, so you'll be able to get. Um, you know, I would think probably minimum fifty kilowatts an hour, something like that. So you, right. you're going to be able to, you're, you're going to be sorted if you can get, you know, access to to, to rapid chargers. Yeah. Um, but I can also see uh, specialist operators uh, coming in into the kind of larger kind of towns and cities uh, yeah. and installing, um, uh, you know, mass electric electric vehicle charging hubs, which will actually be an experience center for 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 a lot of EV owners. So. Um, there's a uh, there's one down south uh, that's opened up I think last year. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, GridServe. Um, yeah, and, and this thing is just phenomenal. If, if you just Google it, GridServe, it's phenomenal. Okay. What, what what an achievement! You know they've built this. Um, you know the modern equivalent of a of a large uh, fuel filling station, um, and it uh, has a massive uh, battery uh, backup uh, beside it. And what it does is it harvests uh, cheap electricity off the grid. Uh, at various times of the, the night and day, yeah. uh, and they then, uh, you know, basically redeploy that through the, the electric vehicle uh, charging points uh, in, in, in the in the thing. And then also you've got the experience part of it is, you know, the various kind of shops and cafes, and I think they actually have a um, uh, like a, a retail sales center for for EV. It's like a, a leasing hire center as well. Uh, I think I think you'll see more of that, um, you know, throughout throughout the UK. Uh, particularly in the the next few years of kind of the early kind of take up, uh, yeah. and so that means that when you get into the big towns and cities, if you don't have off street parking, you know you'll have you'll have viable uh, options uh, uh -huh. going forward. But the time being, you can just Brian just get a really long lead, right, <laughs> and 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 put it out the window. No, don't do that. I'm joking. That's not safe. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it's probably oh I don't know. It's probably about twenty meters from. From um from my house along the lane to a road, so so maybe maybe you could get a twenty meter cable. I'm not so sure my next neighbors will be really happy having it draped in front of their houses, but but you know it's one of those things. I mean, it's on a it comes in December. It's on a three year lease, so hopefully within that period of time, then then the situation will change, or you never know, I might move. So and I, and if I if I do, I'll make sure that I can get to a charging point. Okay, anything else in property management over the next kind of 10, 20 years you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I mean, the, the, the thing about our business is that, you know, uh, kind of 80% of what we do is driven by, uh, you know, a, a legal imperative yeah. um, through what's in somebody's title deeds. And these title deeds last for decades and decades, but not forever, um, unless they get changed. So, yeah, I mean, I think we'll continue to do what we're doing. I think we'll continue to make improvements. Uh, the industry will continue to make improvements. I think what, what one thing that we're particularly interested in um, is how uh, electronic uh, communication can improve um, uh, uh, the communication between the property factor and and their customer, particularly when it comes to you know making decisions or, or voting. And I know yeah. you guys again have been at the forefront of this with your um, with your software system. Um, yeah. I think that will continue to improve, uh, and uh, you know the more the more democratic, um, you know the, the the property manager can help uh, can 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 make a process a decision making process. You know whether yeah. it's 
making improvement to a building or or, or whatever. Um, I, th- I think I think all, all all the better because people, you know, when when I first started, and I sound like an old man, when I first started in this business, um, you know, you would be having, you know, two maybe three meetings sometimes a week in the summer, yeah. uh, you know, physical face to face meetings, um, and whilst that's with with large groups of of, of owners, you know, town hall meetings, um, and you know, whilst that's still very important that we still do that. You know, people have got different priorities. You know, there's time pressures. There's much more pressure on people now. You know, I think, um, you know, to, to give more time to their their their, their families, etc. So I'm I'm hoping that you know maybe what you guys are doing and others uh, can help um, improve that uh, level of communication and and just make it a little bit easier and a little bit more convenient um, for owners to have a say in how their their properties are, are managed. Yeah, I mean, from a to, you know, from a software point of view, certainly um, the one thing we're always looking to do is to make that that um, communication as 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 streamlined as and efficient as possible. And I, you know, it's it's all about you know closing the circle on communication, and making sure everything can be done like that. I mean, I, you know, the last eighteen months has. Um, has just proved us that you, you proved us all that you, you you don't necessarily need to all be in the same room. You know what I mean? And and I think uh, the other thing is that that people now live their lives in an entirely different way because they you know you know some go to the office, some don't, some some work from home, some you know um, have a hybrid solution to that. You know, so I think it, it is important. Actually, when you mentioned the um, when you mentioned the WhatsApp group for these owners, I'm sitting there going, should we be putting a Putting a, an EV charger booking um, system into the um, into our client web portal, um, so that they can do it through the software. Now, I don't know if I, you know. I, I don't know if that's a, um, it's certainly something in about three or four years' time that we would we would would be would be very useful. I'm not sure right. how, how much would be used now, but uh, you, you you need to pay me a royalty for that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 absolutely. <laughs> if I do do it, I do do it. We'll have a conversation. Okay, <laughs> cool. So so moving on. Um, is there a project that's interested you most across your career? Uh, yeah, I mean, d- definitely the recent stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so the the the, the project that we are uh, that we're working on at the moment I, I explains about um, solar power, um, but mm-hmm. uh, there's 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 possible future extensions to that project, uh, and it's it's what what they call the uh, the, the the circular uh, power grid. Uh, localized power grid. So it would be solar power. Um, there would be battery uh, uh, storage uh, yeah. facility in, in the building. Uh, and that would also then lead into uh, electric vehicle chargers in the building. Um, and the three things would basically work in, in tandem along with the local grid network. Um, and it would help basically at, at certain times subsidize the local grid network. Um, but also, you know, it would be like a little business model where the battery would be soaking up cheap electricity from the grid when the grid was oversupplying. Um, And I think, you know, this for me, I think um, would be the kind of the holy grail if, if we could, um, if if we can get this project, which the the owners are are very interested in. Um, But again, it's just this challenge with the the, the legalities at the moment and and decision making. Um, So yeah, that, that would be, the, that, that to me would be the project um, to show, you know, how you can, you know, take, and this is a, a large uh, city centre uh, uh, development, 
how, yep. you, how you can take that uh, and you can actually, you know, the owners of the building can actually make some, you know, not only uh, offset um, their, uh, their 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 um, their carbon footprint, um, but they can actually, uh, if you get it right, uh, a lot of it's down to the price of the batteries as well. I think yeah. you'd see some battery uh, costs of the batteries coming down, solid state batteries as well. I think would be good. Um, but uh, but yeah, you, you're you're basically turning, you know, uh, you know, large buildings into little kind of power uh, stations. Um, yeah. So so that would be um, that that would be that would be our crowning glory if we can if we can and it is down to the owners. You know, it's not it's not up to us. It's entirely up to them. Um, you know, we'll you know uh, show them what the benefits are and 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 the downsides. And there will be some some negatives and anything like this. But you know. Hopefully, on balance, it'll be positive, and um, and hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there with with that building and and uh, and uh, and be able to showcase this uh, uh, for other customers in the future. Yep. Okay. No, that's interesting. I'm just what's running through my mind is let's let's put something in the diary for a year's time or or what whatever that time scale is, and do this again. Yeah. And just have a talk about that and see where it's gone because that's hugely interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, excellent. So, what's been your? This is the last question for me. What's been your now? Gosh, Derek, I don't know how long I've known you for actually, because now I feel old. So, twenty odd years, I think. Oh, twenty at least, odd years. At least, so, yeah. and and seventeen at Newton. What's been your biggest success story at Newton? I think Newton is a success story. Okay. I, I was I was struggle to see, you know. A specific thing. We're we're just we're just so proud of what you know Newton has become, um, and you know the, the kind of ideology behind it, and yeah. uh, where where we're we're going to go in the future, um, and you know uh, you know I, th- I think we've just kind of scraped the surface of you know what what we are we're capable of 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 doing and helping uh, our customers with so. Yeah, I could I couldn't put my finger on anything individually because you know every day, you know we're we're seeing um, you know po- po- positive things happening, mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Newton. Uh, you know that's that's the that's the you know that's what gets me up in the morning, and um, you know it uh, it's it's uh, you know and and hopefully, you know I said at the beginning, you know factors have got you know let, let's just say that they've got an indifferent reputation. Um, okay. And, and we, we, we're hoping that, um, you know, you know, the things that, that we are doing in a, you know, from a commercial perspective yeah. um, will kind of ring with, um, you know, our competitors as well. And they'll say, well, do you know what? Maybe there is a benefit to us and to our customer from maybe, you know, taking a, a, a lead. I was, at, I was at a dinner. I was at a business dinner a couple of years ago in Aberdeen um, with a very... Um, uh, it was hosted by uh, it was the, the, the local chamber of commerce, and it was hosted by one of the uh, the, the kind of household name developers, yep. quite, quite a personality. You probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, he um, he was asked a question. There was a kind of round table kind of thing afterwards, uh, and he was asked a question, and he said, um, "What uh, you know, if you're to give anyone a tip, what's the?" What's what's the, the the best thing you can do? What, what's the most effective way to kind of, you know, uh, help your business and everything? You say, don't be afraid to borrow from other people's ideas. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, all right, okay. Is he designed the house? But I think just in you know, in, in, as a concept, you know, if you see somebody out there, 
um, that's doing well and has got a fantastic idea. You don't need to do it the same way, and you can maybe yeah. take that idea and you can maybe, you know, do it a different way, um, but maybe more successfully. Um, but always to be aware of what's going on, you know, in, in your industry, yeah. uh, and keep your eyes open. And and you know, and we, we know as much as the next factor that you know you, you never, you know, you never discount one of your competitors because they're doing something. Uh, or just, you know, for the sake of negativity to say, well, that, that's a, a crazy idea. Why are they doing that? There's always a reason why businesses do what they do. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, and if, if we can, you know, be an example, particularly from the, an environmental perspective, and then that then echoes through our customers, then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be very happy with that. Good. Excellent. Excellent. So um, that's the end of my question, Derek. Um, Jax has... Uh, a three or three quirky questions you always ask some everybody at the end of the um, at the end of the podcast so i will pass over to jacks hi derek um that's really interesting um good to hear you talking there about all your wonderful work that you're doing so yeah three quirky questions to finish off um and the first one is what's your biggest failure oh. across your entire career and what did you learn from it oh you can't ask me that <laughs> We don't have failures. <laughs> I think I think anyone in this business that says that they haven't, you know, they haven't made mistakes is is just it's, it's just talking, you know, nonsense. You know, the the thing about our business is you have to. This sounds horrendous, but on occasion you have to make a mistake and learn from it. Um, it's the best way to learn. Hopefully, you, the mistakes that you make aren't catastrophic. You know, um, so you know, I've, uh, well, I think, I think, I think on, on occasion, uh, there's one one uh, managed development I can think of that we, that we uh, that we're no longer involved in, but I think we just bit off a bit more than we could chew, um, and uh, it was, you know, it, it, they had a great, we had a great relationship with the owners, but boy. Wow, um, it was it was tough. It was tough. So I think we could probably point to that um, as as an example. But you know, again, you know, we 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 learn from that. We learn from it, and uh, you know, we've used our experience going forward. Um, uh, you know, with 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 our other customers. So so yeah, it's uh, it's a, that's a tough question, Jax. Come on. That's okay. <laughs> actually quite a good one though, because you know, you read business books all the time and it says, you know, if you're not failing, you're not learning and all of that sort of stuff. And and I suppose knowing what your market is, you know, is a is a is a is kind of what what I got took from what you just said. You know, you know, there's there's hugely different areas of the um of the factoring market, I guess, and and knowing which one you want to be in is a yeah. is, is a is 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 a very powerful thing. Yeah. 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 yeah I've I've read something recently. The more failures I have, the more successes you will have as well. So, um, yeah, it's good to fail and good to learn, isn't it? Um. So the next question is: If you ruled the world for a day, Derek, what would you do? Well, that is another <laughs> good question. What would what what would I do? What would I do? Uh, I actually don't know. There's so much you could do. Um, I think I think the thing that grinds me at the moment, um, particularly in this country, is the uh, is poverty. Um, mm-hmm. And it 
you know it you know it, it, it it's just it's just such a devastating and circular problem um and you know it can affect you know generations of of families and you know we 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 we're fortunate that we are in a you know we live in a you know a a, 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 a relatively wealthy country you know we've got good natural resources we've got well educated people um and you know and and and, and i look at some of our our neighboring countries and this isn't a political statement at all um but you know i look at some of our neighboring very countries not not too far away from us um that have similar populations have similar natural resources and you know they don't have you know anywhere near the 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 kind of the endemic issues that we have here mm-hmm. um and and i just think well you know you know everything's everything's a, everything's a balance and it's not a political point everything's a balance in life and in business and and everything and um you know have we got the balance right at the moment i don't know i don't know um but uh yeah that that that, that that's something um that uh you know if i if i had if i had the if i had the way the means to, to deal with it um I, I'd, I'd like to deal with that um because there's a lot there's a lot of good people out there that just don't deserve that and mm-hmm. um you know, uh, and so that would be, yeah, that would be a, as my kids would say, you know, the Marvel movies, if that was a snap your finger moment, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's what you would do, yeah, I like it, cool, that's that's nice, good stuff. Um, so, looking at um, a few years' time, more than a few years' time yeah. when you're 70 <laughs> and you look back at your life, what will you be glad you did or feel proud of? Something that you've done already or something that you want to do? Um, it's got to be the company. Yeah. yeah. Well, apart from the family, obviously. <laughs> them, uh, in case anyone's listening. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, your family's got to be your priority and you want to see... You know, if you you know if you get kids, you want to see them grow up happy and do do the best that you very best that you can for them. But um, but as far as legacy and businesses, you know, I would love to, you know, see, um, you know, we're we're really, you know, what, what what's the word, um, you know, the the, the, the these businesses, um, factoring businesses, they can go on for generations. Mm-hmm. They don't. Sometimes they do. Um, but it would be nice to, um, you know, we've got to keep doing it right. We've got to keep improving. Um, you know, you never rest in your laurels in this game. You know, we've got to be better. We've got to continually, you know, deliver a, the best customer experience. But it'd be nice, yeah, you know, get to that age and, you know, open up the, if we're, if we're still reading newspapers, you know, at that time, you know, you know, open up the, 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 um, you know, the Sunday papers and, um, you know, and see something nice about the company in there, and we've, you know, we've, we've, we've done good things. So, so yeah, yeah, it would definitely be, uh, you know, I think most proudest uh, in, in business with, with with this company. If this company is still in business by the time I'm that age, um, that would be uh, that would be fantastic. I've got to make it to that age to see that. If that makes sense. But, <laughs> don't think anything, anything for granted. But um, but yeah, I think. Um, you know, and uh, you know, and to see the company continue to develop and uh, and actually, you know, make a difference and come back to this point again about you know we're in a very 
privileged position that you know we can uh, you know we're able to communicate with large numbers of, of customers um, uh, and you know continue to do that positively, continue to make a difference you know to not only to the the the, the value of their assets because principally that's what a property manager does you know you've got to keep the values up uh, but actually see if we can make a difference to quality of life as well that that would that would really uh, be something yeah fabulous thank you sounds good um that's the three quirky questions brian back to you that that's fab thanks very much derek and, and i really appreciate you coming on and, and you know and talking about that i've always you know every time we meet um we always talk about your kind of green initiative and cars obviously um but you know it's been really interesting to kind of get you to talk about it on, on here and, and and for everyone to listen to so thanks very much for coming delighted on. guys delighted to, to chat to you and we'll no doubt see you soon cool